hello, hello. This is episode number nine of the Selling Digital Podcast. This is Yatsia, creator of OnlineTemplateShop.com. And today, I know I say this every time, but today is just one of those episodes that I actually had to listen back to after we recorded. It is that good. And if you use Canva, for any part of your business, this is the episode for you. I promise you. Because Christy is a Canva professional. She actually designs for Canva. She is part of the Canva Creators Program and has been for a while now. So she has a lot of insights to share with us. But I know that the number one thing you want to know about is about Canva licensing. What does it all mean? Can you use Canva um, graphics for your printables, for your designs, for your business? She has all the answers for us. I asked her so many questions about using um, Canvas elements, whether they're free or paid, or can you use the designs that are there if you're looking to sell a planner, for example. Can you use only any of those planners and printables that are already available in Canva? She answers all the questions for us. So if you've ever been curious, if you've ever doubted, can I use this? Can I use that? Does Canva allow me to use this or that on my business? I'm telling you, listen to every single word of this episode and then go back and listen again. It is that good. I'm going to stop talking now because I really want you to pay attention to this episode. And as always, all of her info will be in the description box. She also has a freebie for you. So make sure to check it out. And I hope you enjoy. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the podcast. You are what the third person I think I have in this podcast. And I'm so excited because I never thought I would get to talk to, to so many people um, in the mm -hmm. po podcast or that people would be even listening. Like I told you a little bit earlier, I thought it was going to be just me rambling with the, the microphone. So I'm so excited because um, we're going to talk about what the type of work that you do with Canva specifically. So before we even get to that, can you tell us um, who you are, what you do, and what your online business is all about? Yeah, sure. My name's Christy Love Etter, and um, I am primarily a Canva creator, and I design templates for their library. Um, and I also have uh, my own website and PLR and Etsy shops with Etter Creations, uh, where I create printables like stationery, planners, journals, amongst other things, kind of a lot of the similar stuff that you do. Um, but you do it better, I think. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it's, it's all different. It's all different. Like, I feel like I mine is very, very minimal, super yeah. subdued. And I, I look at yours and it looks very pretty with the, <laughs> the, the colors. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. We all have a different style. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's mainly what I do. And then I do some affiliate marketing as well. I have a small but mighty email list that that I email to each week. When we say small, I'm always curious because small can mean so, so many things. When you say small, can you share the, the number of that email list? 
it's around 3000 maybe oh, give okay so it's not huge and it's you know it's not like tiny tiny but it's you know enough it's yeah it's it's, it's a good size a good size that you can monetize with your own products right yeah. exactly still still trying to grow it but um, it's definitely bigger than what it was when I first started, which was like, oh, 100 people. I'm like, is anybody hear me out there? <laughs> when I would write Yeah, I, I know the feeling, yeah. <laughs> and how long have you been doing the, um, it's, um, specifically the Canva and PLR designs? I started that um, just over a year ago with- Oh, with okay. Yeah, I started with them, I think it was August or September of 2021. Um, so I just had my year anniversary with them. And I was doing the PLR, at least I had started doing that already before that. So that's probably closer to two years with having my shop and my Etsy shop and, um, you know, kind of working up to, I was working, and we'll talk a little bit more about how I got in and everything and how I was doing the program yeah. leading up to that. So you started about a year ago and those 3000 people on your list came from that year. They came probably over the course of two years. Okay. Um, cause I've been in, I've been in like different summits and other, you know, ways that you get, uh, people onto your list. So that's probably the main way that I have gotten. And I, you know, I recommend definitely doing that as part of growing your email list, yeah. because it's a great way to do it, especially when you're first starting, maybe later when your list gets bigger, you can be more discerning about <laughs> what summits and things you do. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, you get the quote freebie seekers and whatnot, but they, there's the freebie people turn into buyers too. So, you know, so, um, you, you run ads too, right? Because that's how I remembered. Like, yeah. I remember being on Facebook and I saw an ad and I'm like, this this just looks familiar. And I looked at the name. Yeah, the, I I feel like, I, like I've seen this person before and I started clicking yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, that's her, that's her. So that's kind yeah. of how I remembered. I, yeah. I need I need to reach out because I, I want to talk to her. So do you run um ads all the 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 time or is it from time to time it's from time to time i did it over the summer it was kind of like a testing i had built a funnel for my um, digital shop launch pad which is a set of like over 250 templates to help people that are you know want to build a shop to get started with you know without having to do everything from scratch so that did really really well um so, you know, I haven't decided what, if I'm going to keep doing that or, you know, I'll probably do something else next. I'm just kind of in limbo right now. You got to, I got to build up some ad money too <laughs> for that. <laughs> and you know what? I tell this to everyone, January 1st is the best day to turn on your ads. They are the, the, the cheapest people are done, you know, advertising online for the holidays. Cause I feel like November, December, are the months where we're competing against, you know, Coca-Cola, Starbucks, Macy's, like That's big, true. big brands who are trying to sell their, their things. And people like us are paying this much for what we used yeah. to pay this much. So yeah. I either, this, this, this sounds bad, but I either turn off my ads completely or only leave like super cheap ads, like leads and, um, that that sort of ad that I know is going to be cheap anyway. 
yeah January 1st is like up everything especially for us um in the journal printable planner world those are the best months January I would say all the way to May are really good for that that's good. Yeah, because I noticed towards the end, the ads were getting more expensive. And so that's kind of when I, I pulled the plug for a while on things. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to come back to this when things are looking better. So good to know things go down in January. So I'll just yeah. keep that in mind. Definitely my best months would be January, February, March. And it kind of lingers all the way to May. And then it, again, it picks up. I would say the end of September and October, kind of when fall it's starting to to hit, it gets yeah. it 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 kind of picks up again. So those are really really good times for people who sell things like like us. But I guess my question was like, do you mm-hmm. see list growth, like quality list growth from people from those ads because you are advertising a paid product? I would say yes, um, because I just didn't want to do an ad just to a free thing, because mm-hmm. that's what you're going to attract then. Um, I said, I'm just going to do an ad that's just straight to, I guess, the way they call it, slow funnel. You know, it's um, self-liquidating offer. offer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> what it stands for. Um, but yeah, I, that made the huge difference because, you know, these are people that are already ready to buy you know there were there's no um mystery in my ad mm-hmm. it was shop or buy now so they know exactly what they're doing and then if there's there's upsells sometimes and they get those and a good portion of them got the upsells as well so it does make a huge difference in the quality i'd say of your list quality and that that's exactly what i mean because i have a lot of people when i look at my email list i have a lot of people from like three years ago and they only bought like one or two things. They they end they ended up in my email list because they saw an ad and they ended up in my email list. But these are the people who are very engaged. These are the people who reply to my emails, who are active in the Facebook group, who are always um in my world, even though they only bought like one or two things and, and that that's it. Um, it's about that quality of people who are going to engage with you, give you feedback actually do something with what they purchased because yeah. a, a lot of people oh no like ads are so expensive but you have to think of the quality of people that you're getting in your list yeah and that's why i said even though my list isn't like huge compared to others they're they're it's a quality list because mm-hmm. a good portion of them have already bought from me so what you know it's easier to keep a customer than to be, keep acquiring new ones you know mm-hmm. exactly so it, that's why it, you know, I don't mind having a smaller list if, if there are people that are going to actually, and I get a lot of uh, replies from people too. So I know that they're reading my emails. Exactly. That's, that's when, you know, when they click, when they reply and, and all of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in your shop, like how many products do you have so far? How many products? Uh, I'm thinking tw- in the, it's in the twenties somewhere. In my Etsy shop, I have a lot more. I've probably got like up to like 90 something things in oh, there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how many, like how long have you had that one, the the, the Etsy shop? That's the shop I've had longer. And that's kind of, I mean, I, I don't put 
honestly a whole lot of time into it. It's just, I did for a while. I just kind of like built it up and then I just kind of let it sit there <laughs> because you know, do you just... find it easy um once they're on Etsy like once you have those products on Etsy do yeah. you find it easy to kind of like copy paste to Shopify or wherever it is that, that you host your your shop? Yeah, it's um it it's and it, the the products that I sell on Etsy are a little different than the ones like in my PLR shop because the ones in my oh, PLR okay. shop are specifically with commercial use rights. So, um I can't just copy and paste all of those, but I can create different products like I did with the digital shop launch pad. I can take some of those templates that I sell in my shop and kind of mix those in to create a new product that way. Okay. So you serve B2B and B2C. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And which one would you say grew faster? And I'm, I don't mean necessarily like which one makes more money, just literally which one do you use? Would you say took off faster? I would say the PLR did just um, in general, people are just looking for a business, you know, to get started, yeah. you know, and they're looking for a way to do it where, you know, because let's face it, it takes time to design and to create all these wonderful templates, like all the wonderful ones that you've done. And I have all of your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because it gives you a framework, you know, to, to go from, and then you just kind of add your flair to it. And whether you're using someone else's PLR and then you create your own, um, you know, it's just an awesome tool. And that's what it is. It's a tool. It's not there to just replace your own creative exactly. outlet, but it's there to kind of give you something to go like a wireframe, almost like with the website. When I used to Thank do you. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Yes. Because I get questions. People ask me, when are you going to release a wedding planner or things like that? And I'm like, I've never even been married. Like, I don't know what a wedding should be like, let alone design a wedding planner. Like I have no idea how yeah. to do that. I can sell you templates with like what you said, like a wireframe of different layouts that you can mix and match. If you are a wedding planner, you know what should go in there. So I will provide you with the design part and then you put in there the content, but there's no way I could, create you know a wedding planner a yoga studio workbook because that people have asked me for that too I mean, yeah. like, there's there's just no way no way there's so many possibilities so i mean all you change the text on something and you know add some little clip art and it becomes something totally different yeah so you know it's like okay have at it you know <laughs> whatever you feel like doing with it that's up to you Perfect. So let's let's talk about Canva. You are a Canva creator, right? Is that is that the the right term? Yeah, yeah. Canva creator. I'm I am nothing more. <laughs> so what say. does it mean? I feel like I have an idea, but what does it actually mean to be a Canva creator? Well, um, the Canva creator, and this is directly from their website. What the Canva creator it's, is? It's a program for creative people including graphic designers, photographers, illustrators, artists, and teachers to share their work with over 85 million people. It's a lot of people and earn royalties. So that's what I do. Um, and then there's three different types of creators. There's uh, template creators, element creators, and education specialty creators. So that would be like for teachers like you. Um, 
they uh, design templates that are specifically for uh, children and education. So that's in a nutshell what I do. Um, you know, and I'm that's just something that I really enjoy doing. So all of the content that we see, well, not all, but a lot of the content that we see in Canva is created by Canva creators. Yeah, a lot of it. And now um, when you go and you look at templates, if you click on the like little three dots and you want yeah. to see more about that template, you'll see who the creator is for that template, which is what's really awesome now. And then you can actually click on uh, the person's profile. And, see, and if you like that template or that style, you can click on their profile and see what other templates they've created. And then you could follow them on their profile as well. So that exactly. way, exactly. I did that. I know that you shared with me the the link to your profile, which I will share in the description box for this episode. And I was able to go in there and just scroll through so many of the um, creations yeah. in there, and it kind of threw me into a rabbit hole because I didn't know. Also, it's not just templates, but other people, like photographers, can share their their images and their videos. I went through a whole rabbit hole with searching videos and they're so good. And I always wondered if these videos would they, like they had employees <laughs> with the videos or they were getting these videos from someone else. So it's very oh. interesting how Canva is allowing people to be in their ecosystem and provide us creators with those with those tools yeah i think it's awesome and you know and you get people just super talented people i mean i my designs are i'm nothing special you know and, and i look at other at least that's what i say you know <laughs> and i just know the guidelines to follow and and i work within those but there are art especially ones that do like the elements and <clears throat> and certain things that just really have artistic talent and it's just amazing that um i mean i love playing in there with the, the different elements and videos and pictures and stuff too so that now not that you mentioned guidelines when you create something there there's specific rules that you have to follow and is there like a review process once you're done with your design does it go to someone else to look through it and yeah we, we can publish this is, is that how it works yeah um there they have uh you know specific guidelines that you have to follow and this is part of when i took a, i did a mentorship under vanessa ryan which was basically how i got in i did a coaching program with a small group of designers and this was where i learned how to design according to how you have to design from the user perspective um so when they say like usability you have to be able to, to like click on the background and be able to change the color um, the text has to be easy to change uh, there's certain names or quotes you can or can't use yeah, uh, just very, things, yeah. yeah just a lot of little things and that's something that just takes time to learn how to do and you go through a lot of rejected <laughs> templates because of that um, so, but once I finished the program, I basically, you know, I had my portfolio together. I had an idea of what Canva likes, and then uh, I was accepted in. And when you design, do you can you or are you allowed to design with the um, 
elements that you have created or do you have to use elements already available in Canva? Yeah, and that's what's nice too, is if you can be a template creator as well as an element creator, and I actually do do both. I don't do as many elements. Um, the elements that I do mostly are like patterns. Um, okay. And then I'll use those patterns for the background for stationary. So then I get uh, the royalties, not only for the template, but also then for the elements that are exported. So it's another way to kind of boost your, your income that way. Okay. And yep. going back a, a little bit, you mentioned Vanessa Ryan and that kind of, it threw me back years ago because I think that's how I initially found that people could design for Canva. Like I was already using Canva when I was a teacher. And at this time I was still a teacher and I was creating for my teacher shop. And those were one of the names that popped up for me back then. Mm -hmm. When my brain went like, oh, wait, Canva, this is something. Yeah. Um, so I think we're talking about the, the same person. She had like, like um, dark hair, right? Early hair. Yeah. Yeah. Hair and yeah. yeah. She's one of the first I remember ever. And I think she is one of the first that sold Canva templates as like a product. Um, <clears throat> you know, of course, it's exploded since then. But she's pretty much one of the founders, I'd say, of, of, of that type of, of work. And, you know, I, I really felt privileged to be able to work under her, you know, and for her to teach me a lot of the things and help me get started in this program. So she introduced you to Canva Creators and that's how you got into the program? Yeah, she, uh, I was on her list, on her email list, <laughs> and she had sent out uh, basically a an opportunity and it was not to a lot of people it was like maybe to 10 people at the most that she was and 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 these were people that had to already have some experience with design makes sense so it's not like she was just taking anybody and um yeah and that's pretty much how it started i just took the program and i was like yeah i want to do this <laughs> and just kind of went from there and, and that was how I, long ago that was oh I think the program I started with her started in like the spring of 2021. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, and it was probably about six months before I got in officially. That's awesome. Okay. And would you say like how many designs do you have already in Canva? Do you have any idea? Ballpark. It's over, <laughs> it's over 500. Oh, wow. It's a lot. Yeah. It's probably more than that now. I, that was, that's, it's probably closer to seven or 800 now, not including templates. I mean, not including elements, sorry. <laughs> so I have to ask, because I know a lot of people are thinking about this. I'm uh -huh. curious uh, about payment and how does the money work in there? And you don't have to share specifics about how much you make, but I'm just curious, how do Canva creators like you get paid? Is it when someone uses your design is it when they download like how, how how does that work it's a little bit of an enigma as far as <laughs> i wish i had a better answer but it's based it is based on royalties what there is there's a royalty pool for elements and then there's a royalty pool for templates and then creators they earn royalties based on their contents performance 
it for the most part coincides with how many exports you get, but not necessarily if depending on the, the amount of the pool. So it can go up or, or down. Like even if I had, let's say 100,000 exports one month and the same amount next month, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm gonna make the same amount. Put it that way. Yeah. It could go up or it could go down depending on the allowance for for the program that month. So that's okay, the best so I can probably give you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm more I'm more confused now. So it's like they <laughs> allot a specific amount of money, yeah. and depending on on the downloads, is yeah. how much you get paid. Yeah, it's basically based on exports. The higher your exports, exports. the better you're going to make no matter what. So that's why you want to build your portfolio, your profile up. That's why I mean, I over a year I've built over five hundred something or plus <laughs> templates. And of course my income has gone up because of that. But once you get to a certain point, it's not like, oh, you know, cause I had the exact same exports this month doesn't mean I'm gonna make the exact same amount, if that makes sense. Exactly, yeah, yeah, totally. So right. it's based on those exports that, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I, an another question that I have, for you in terms of that is <clears throat> because this comes up oh my god almost daily people who are very new to this plr printables world they always ask me can i use those pre-made designs by canva by people like you you know whatever is on on canva change a few things and sell that is that nope. allowed oh. yeah thank you can you say that again <laughs> No, yep. you can't do that. And it totally makes sense. Like, why would you go to Canva, see a pretty design? Oh, that looks pretty. I'm going to change this blue for red, export it and go ahead and, and sell it to someone yeah. else. That that you, doesn't even make sense. No, and you would be surprised. There are so many on Etsy that are doing that. They'll just take a, it's just take baby, basically someone else's work and sell it as if it's their own without even changing anything. And even if you did change something, you still can't sell it because you didn't create it. Exactly. Because the templates within Canva library are not PLR. These are templates that you can just use for personal use or you know to market your business or whatnot, like for social media templates, but they're not designed for you to then go and sell them. They don't have per, uh, commercial use rights. Exactly. So you can sell them as PLR and you can right. sell them as a printable. Like I can go in there and look at a calendar and add, <clears throat> I'm sorry, and <laughs> add some type of flower on the corner and sell it on Etsy as, as a, as a PDF that is totally not allowed. Right. You, you know, I know there's been some confusion with everything. Um, but I think it's because there's, people want it to be the way they want it and not the way it actually is. <laughs> exactly. They want it to be like, oh, I can just take something off Canva, change it up and then go sell it. Well, no, that's not how it works. That's what PLR is for. You know, PLR has those rights where someone has the license that says, yes, you can take this add whatever embellishments you want and then go sell it. Or if it has MRR, 
rights, then you can resell it. You know, I bought MRR templates and resold them as PLR because it the license allows me to do that. But with Canva, the templates in the Canva library, and I, I will advocate for my fellow Canva creators here, they do not like when people steal their work. Yeah, you know, definitely. And it, yeah, it's just very, um, you know, it's a very discouraging when you go to, on Etsy or something and you see someone selling your template. I, ha I haven't seen it mine yet. They could be out there somewhere. Somebody selling. Bet, yeah. But when someone actually sees that, it's very unnerving. Yeah. There's there's two types of situations that I encounter the most. One of them is people ask me, why would I buy your templates if there's templates in Canva? And I think you just answered that question. I sell PLR, Canva doesn't. Right. And there's another situation that I encounter a lot in my Facebook group. Someone will put a screenshot of something there. They just create it. Yeah. And in the, in the comments or something, they'll write something like, I found uh, a pretty design in Canva. I deleted all of the clip art. I put my own clip art. I changed the font, but I used the the bones of the template. Um, and I've always thought, you know, there's a gray area here. But now that you say that, there's no gray area. It's simply, no, don't do that. You can't just... Yeah grab half this design add your own flowery cute clip art and sell it as your own that is totally not allowed right because that goes back to kind of what we were talking about with the wireframe you know you'd basically be using that canva template as a wireframe um which is what plr is for it has the license it licenses you to be able to use on new you know that template or that product, you know, to create a new product to resell as PLR or to just to sell in your shop. Either way, you have to have the proper license for that. You do, you sell those, you're very clear about what you sell and other PLR um, sellers as well. And Canva is the same. It's, it's never, it's never been where you could just take their templates and sell them. Exactly. Um, people just got to that point you know because they wanted to i guess skirt the rules and do it their own way because yeah because it's free or, or things like that they even ask me can i use the free elements and i always tell yeah. people you know i'm not a lawyer but the only thing that i use in canva is their their, their builder their, their software in general i use lines and i use yeah. shapes that's yeah. it that's it because lines and shapes it's just you know, a square is a square, a line is a line. And if one day Canva says, you can't do this anymore, I can take my designs, put them on Photoshop or put them on on InDesign. And that's right. all I have is literally lines and shapes. Right. Um, if I'm going to add something to it, it's something that I have paid for elsewhere. I don't even use, for, for the actual templates that I sell, I don't even use any free elements from from canva because i've had this experience before with my very first set i used some check marks in in multiple of, of the pages that were free and about two months into it someone emailed me like hey i can't download this because this i have to pay and i'm like no 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 it's, it's free i went to check and those free check marks two months ago were paid 
on that day. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. So I had to delete them, I knew, yes. which took like two minutes, you know. Still. But still, it, it can get confusing <laughs> like that. And it was that day that I was like, no, I'm done. If I'm using any type of icon or something like that, I'd rather go to Etsy, reach out to the seller. I always tell people, don't just go to Etsy yeah. and buy clay part and put it in your PLR. Right. Email the designer, email the seller, <laughs> let them know what you intend to do. Get the get-go, ask if you need to buy a different um, license, which has happened to me. They're always mm -hmm. very nice. Yes, you can, but I have a separate license for that. And then I pay for the license and I'm able to use it. So yeah. I always tell people, just reach out, never assume things, um, especially with what we just talked about. Never go to Canva and start from someone else's design right. when you are trying to sell yeah. something the point is just to start from a blank canvas mm -hmm. you're going to create even i mean you can uh i mean there is such a thing as looking at others work for inspiration and there's nothing wrong with that because it kind of gives you ideas oh i could you i could create line stationary or i could have this little widget whatever it might be just to give you ideas on what you can create but the point is you know to to create something if you're going to create something in Canva that you plan to sell, whether it's in your shop or as PLR, then you start from a blank canvas. Exactly. And if you don't want Never to start from a blank canvas, we look <laughs> for people like you, people like me who have PLR shops with templates that you can actually use for that. So that that's the answer to the question of why should I buy your templates yeah. if there is millions of templates in Canva because of the licensing. Yes, it always cannot, license. cannot use that. And let, let's talk about traffic to your PLR shop. Um, we talked about ads. Some of it comes from the ads. Um, any other sources of, of traffic like organic or paid that, that you use? Yeah, I use, uh, well, I have a social media account. And so, um, I'll, and of course, my email as well. And I always have my like profile on there where they can, because I'm, I'm constantly, you know, adding new templates to my profile. So sometimes I'll share one of my latest designs or, hey, check this out. Um, like I did uh, recently a, a, a group, a, like a little collection of self-care templates. So anyone that's like looking for some self-care templates, I'll say, hey, I just designed these, these newest uh, templates, follow me and, and download them there. So then that helps me get new followers as well. And so lots of ways. Going, going back to your list a, a little bit, is it, do you segment it? your list into the people who buy the the printables you know b2c side and your b2b or you kind of mesh both of those worlds i kind of mesh them because if i had a, a much bigger list i probably would do that but i kind of just feel like hey i they, they bought something from me before so they're gonna have a business that they need to um market so maybe they could use these templates you know, in some way. So I get, you know, I, I don't really segment probably as like I should, <laughs> but me neither, me neither, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I just don't, I'm, I'm just like, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Same. 
So yeah. I just, you know, you know, I'm fine. I, I, I just email them all the same. I kind of have my, you know, like a wireframe <laughs> for my email. And I just have always like my little profile, my Canva creator profile. So it's always there. It's always visible. Um, and I get, I get a lot of followers just that way, I think too. So that has helped your business being a Canva creator that has helped. It brings you some type of what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, that or validation that, or status or something like yeah, that. I know, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Kind of like, um, like you're for real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes. <laughs> I know the word I'm trying to find, but maybe it'll come later. So people trust you because there's this is that that Canva logo in there. Right, right, exactly. And I'm I'm, I'm curious, going back to the Canva creators, um, it, can people still get into that program if they wanted to today or not? Because I feel like a few years ago, not a few years, but probably last year, um, another Canva creator has sent me her link. Hey, I'm in there. Here's the link. Go apply. And I think I applied, but I never heard anything back. And then I decided, no, I don't want to be a Canva creator because I don't want to really mix one thing with the other. And I'm not going to yeah. be doing Canva forever anyway. Mm -hmm. So it, it's kind of that um, gray area for me. But for someone who wanted to get in today, is that still possible? Yeah, it's still possible. Um, the thing is, the program is paused to, but you can apply. So you, you have to apply or register your interest in the program to start with. Um, and you would definitely need a portfolio of some kind. Oh, I remember that part. I think I applied as a teacher. Oh, because okay. They did ask me about my shop. I have a teacher's by teacher shop that I've had. Yeah. Almost five years now. And I remember that now it's a portfolio. Yeah. And I remember I submitting a few of my work um, as a teacher in there, a link to the shop. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And according to their website, the, the program is in beta and is paused. So they're only onboarding a small number of people. Um, so they do still take in people. Um, what I've seen is usually it's because somebody gets kicked out <laughs> or maybe, you know, people do, you know, don't follow the rules or something happens, um, you know, then they make room for, for new people that are already on the list, I think is what's happening. Um, but I'm not on the inside inside, so <laughs> I can't say that for sure. But I just see by, the, by, you know, the numbers that are in the Facebook group, I can kind of see, oh, someone's out and then there's someone that's back in. So, um, yeah, but all the information on how to apply is on their website. It's at canva.com slash creators. I have the link that, that, you, that you provided and I'm going to put that in there too. Um, okay, good. And so how do you come up with designs and do you design directly in Canva or do you design elsewhere? Because I know that this kind of a trend now. People are trying to design on Affinity and then bringing it into Canva. What does your process look like? Well, I pretty much design, unless I'm doing patterns or, or some kind of elements, which requires a different kind of software like like Inkscape or Affinity or something like that. Um, 
I will typically just design right in Canva and I like to batch design. I first decide what type of template I want to design. Like most recently I was designing some uh, pillows because now they can, now they have different like print products that they're doing, which is pretty exciting. Oh, the so print, I was like, is, is it print on demand? Yeah, it's like print on demand. Oh, People can interesting. Yeah, I mean, Canva is like, they are doing like everything now. And I was like, oh, I can design pillows. <laughs> so that's what I did. And um, I just pretty much say, okay, what kind of designs do I want to do? And I, I decide I'm going to do some floral pillows. So then I'll look for elements that I like, that I would like to use in, you know, I'll just like grab a whole bunch. Like I'll do a, a search for flowers <laughs> and I'll just have on my canvas and then I'll just start picking out different elements that I like. And then it's just kind of like the creative madness that happens when you start <laughs> putting things together and you find a sort of rhythm and before you know it you've got like 10 to 20 templates exactly that's yeah. that's what i tell people when, when when they buy plr use it for a million things don't just use it for one product yeah. unless the creator tells you you can only do one product with this um in my case i go like no create a million i don't even care combine things in different ways for that um one one more question. When you are designing your templates, are you allowed to, let's say you have like a favorite Canva creator who designs clip art, are you allowed to use their clip art in your design that you submit to Canva? Oh yeah. And that's what's nice about the program too, is that we're helping one another. Um, because what we can use each other's elements and templates, no matter what, or not templates, but um, you know, the different elements, whether it's photos, clip art. Um, videos, whatever it might, stickers, and all the different things that you find in in, in Canva. So I'll, I use elements all the time and from other creators. And I'll, you know, after a while, you get to know certain styles of certain creators and you're like, oh, I want this to have like a boho look. So I said, oh, yeah, I remember that creator has that those cool elements. So it, and it and that, and that helps them with their income because I'm using their elements. So anytime my um, template gets exported, their elements get exported. So we're, we're both making good on the deal. That's awesome. Yeah. So do you have any future plans to maybe teach some people on how to create better printables or even people who want to go into PLR do you do that already? This is something that that's coming up um, because I I don't necessarily help beginner beginners, more like people kind of in the in the middle. Do you do you see yourself doing something like that? Yeah, I do. That's something I've been considering as doing some kind of um, like coaching program almost. For especially for beginners and those who want to get started, like on Etsy or just to you know, just just the, like you said, the real beginners who are just not sure um, what to do. And because I know how it was when I was starting, and it can be overwhelming and they're intimidating, you know. And you have to learn, like we've been talking today about all the licenses and everything mm -hmm. and how that works. And uh, so it can be a little much to take in so that's something that i am thinking about i haven't like you know 
created anything yet, but it's just something that's in my mind because I do get a lot of questions from people, um, even through e emails, like, um, how do I do this or mm -hmm. what would be the best way to do that? So I feel like that could be something that might be a good, um, you know, a good off offering to have. Definitely. Cause I do get questions like that. Like, do you do one-on-one -on -one or do you do this or do you do that? And I'm yeah. like, not really. Um, <laughs> for the most part, I, and I, I don't know if, if you feel the same way, but for the most part, <clears throat> I kind of forget what it's like to be on zero, what it's like to be in front of a computer, Googling a whole new thing that I've never done before. So mm -hmm. I feel like I am not the best person to mentor or coach someone who is at zero. Right. Like, I feel like I have forgotten those little steps that you have to do in, in, in the in the beginning. That's why when someone reaches out to me, I'm like, you already have to have some type of knowledge. Maybe you already have yeah. a shop. Maybe you're just looking to grow. Right. I remember that because I feel like even if we're here, we're still doing things that we did when we were like, in yeah. the middle so we never forget the middle but the, that very beginning kind of it's true it's true yeah. and I think there is a need for that and that's something and I've always been one that I, I like to help beginners I did I was the same way when I was doing web design um I had created a course just for people that didn't know how WordPress because WordPress can be intimidating for someone that's brand new, like how, what in the world is this dashboard? you know, what do we do in here? So, um, you know, and it, it, it went really well when I had that course and it, it had a really good reception. So I could see how having something to help like a coaching of some sort to help beginners, whether, you know, starting a shop or PLR, what, what it might be. And even really just to, to design printables the the right way because yes. I, I've seen some beginners put like clipper on top of charts like if there's like a to-do list they will put clipper on top of it and I'm like no sweetie oh. go back in there put it behind it lower the, the, lower. the transparency yes. a little bit so it looks a little bit better and once they do that they go oh yeah it looks so much better so it's yeah. little things yeah. like that that happen to all of us of course that we need someone to look at our design and be like, no, 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 go ahead and do this, this, and that. That's a good idea. Almost like someone that's evaluating your designs in a way to, to see if they're, they have good usability, which is, you know, you yeah, have to think for about printing. Perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when it, there's a whole, it, this is another thing people don't understand when you're creating for print and when you're creating for digital use, two totally different things yeah i go on etsy sometimes and i'm looking for a random printable that i need and it's a whole bunch of color which i have a color <laughs> printer if i'm printing one thing yeah. yeah whatever but um neons are very popular right now and i, and I love it and you <laughs> see i found a few the other day and it was like full neon that was meant to be printed. You can't really print neon. So I was like, yeah, I wouldn't use yeah. that for that. I can probably use it on my iPad. It would be beautiful, but probably not, not enough for printing. And I feel like people just starting don't really think of that. Yeah, um, I know. I and they think... wonder why am I not selling? Well, because you have <laughs> 10 different colors on there. Who's going to print right. that? 
I mean, I, I love doing station. That's probably my favorite thing to design. Um, I get, I have some colorful stationery, but mostly I try to stick to ones that are more like vintage looking or just have, uh, yeah, I, I do like color. I, I will admit, but I try to find colors that are not too crazy looking <laughs> or that have good, um, a good mix of, uh, like transparency and, and design. So it's not too like hard or too colorful when you go to print it. <laughs> yeah. Printer friendly. Definitely. Yes, printer friendly. <laughs> mm -hmm. And KDP friendly, which is a whole other thing. Something that I didn't even understand until I met Ali and uh, she's the KDP queen. And <laughs> she taught me a lot. She was like, no, you can't really use whatever you design for printing also for KDP because there's a whole lot of color issues even though you you, you can't print in color there's like a whole other thing and I'm like wow it's so different you know you have your KDP you have your printable you have a digital all yeah. three are different there, there's so many things that you have to think about when you are designing I put all my color like I've done some KDP I actually use the um the planner that you guys came out with, the pod planners, which yeah. was awesome. Um, but I put all the color and the artistic part into the cover, you know, and then the inside is more like black and white because that's what's going to be um, cheaper in the end yeah. <laughs> for the person. Because I think the person buying it, it's going to be cheaper for them to buy it, but it's going to have that nice design on the outside, that colorful design that people exactly. like. Yeah. Hey, you know, I should show you some of the ones that I made. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> we can grab one. Oh, you know what? They're over here. I had designed a couple different ones and I was so proud of them. <laughs> oh my God. Show me, show me, show me. Look at that. Yeah. Here's the uh, 2023 yearly planner Sunday start. And this is printed from KDP, like those colors. Yeah, yep, and it looks so good. Yeah, it came out really nice, right? I don't know if you could see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's and I, you know, I did my um, for each month. I do a page that's separate with a little design in it, but it's all black and white. You know, it's all. This was from from the template that you gave me, and I just added some of my own things in there to embellish it. And then the color, and then you just design it however you the want. Colors look so good. I'm, is it that like the the matte cover, or is it the the glossy? This is matte, um, and matte comes out really nice and shiny. You wouldn't think it'd be like nice as nice, yeah. mm -hmm. but I do it matte because that's cheaper too. As long as it's really nice and colorful on the outside. Yeah. January, I did like a. Um, some quarterly ones and I and I did yearly ones too. My pink one that was April. Like I just wanted to do a springy look. I'm very surprised spring. about the colors. Definitely. Because I was afraid when I ordered mine, I thought it was gonna be like washed down, but it isn't. Even the color inside the planner is very vivid. Yeah. I mean it they came out really nice. I, this is my July to September. I wanted to do like a summery look that looks so pretty <laughs> so, so pretty right I mean I was I was really surprised and then this is the last one this was the this is like for a fall kind of look October to December so I'll be using these <laughs> and these are my copies <laughs> definitely and I think people don't know that 
you can print from KDP and sell those physical books on Etsy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I didn't know that until just a few months ago. And when I tell people, they're like, what? I can buy this course, create it, and then sell it on Etsy. People are like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? I yeah, I didn't realize. I never thought about doing that. But I guess that's a possibility, too. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I was excited. You know, there's something about having something in print that you yes. made. And it's like, wow, I did this. Yes. <laughs> I was so yep. excited when I got my my first box that I, I was testing before we even released the the course. I printed, I think three of them. I don't have them on hand; they're in the closet. But I printed three of them, and when the first one arrived, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And then the second yeah. wasn't in, in full color, glossy. I went all out, and it wasn't even that expensive. I think I paid like nine dollars for that one, and it was mm -hmm. full color, glossy, whatever. And it's the type of planner that you can sell on Etsy for like thirty bucks, and you paid nine. Yeah for exactly. it so there's there's that um profit uh, profit in there that, that you can still earn some some money have, yeah. have, you considered, have you considered that creating a few and selling them on etsy yeah i guess I'm, i might think about that now it's something satisfying about it you know that's just uh like oh you know i i something that brings you almost like a nostalgic feeling you know because everything's so digital now you know yes it's nice to have something you can like hold in your hand and be like, oh, wow, I can write on this and doodle. <laughs> and I'm fun. into stamping lately. So having that, that physical planner and putting like stamps on it, it's, it's just so, so magical. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Christy, <laughs> yeah. for spending some time with me and talking all about Canva. I know this episode is going to be very popular because we oh. talked about quite a few things that people are very interested yeah. in, Canva creators, yeah. Canva licensing. So I know people are going to be all <laughs> over this episode and we're going to get a lot of feedback. I'm going to share all of your links, including for your Amazon shop, because I want people to go in and look at what, oh, what it looks you. like and your Canva profile and all of that. Um, I will share all of that in the description below. Is there anything else that you want to tell us? No, well, I mean, I just wanna say, you know, just just don't be afraid to try things, you know, be creative. You're not gonna mess up. Mm -hmm. You're just gonna, you know, it's just, it's just create. That's part of being a creator. You know, you try things, some things don't work some things will work great but you won't know unless you try so just have fun with it exactly thank you for that thank you that does the great message to finish up this episode thank you for your time thanks so much Atsia.